Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate, a podcast for international investors and real estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. G'day, g'day, guys. Reed Goosens here, and welcome to Investing in the U.S., the weekly wrap-up. It is Friday. It is so bloody good that it is Friday. I hope you guys are all gearing up for an awesome weekend whatever you might be doing, hanging out with friends, hanging out with the kids, getting out and about and enjoying the, the last little bit of summer here in the United States. All right, guys, before we dive into the weekly wrap-up, I just wanted to give you a little bit of housekeeping um, and, and just to explain to you that I am doing a 30-minute free consultation with all my loyal listeners, and it's a way of me giving back to you guys so you can uh, you know, grow your real estate investing business. Um, I do not try and sell you anything on this show, on this call, I should say. I just want you guys to you know, use it as a time where I can help you collaborate on something that you might be struggling with with your, with your investing business. Or you might just want to chat. You might just want to chat about real estate. So whatever it might be, it might be you have a deal. You might be um, looking at underwriting a deal. It might be about personal branding. It might be that you're struggling a little bit to try and grow your real estate business. Whatever it might be, please hit me up at read at rsnpropertygroup.com. All right, the other thing is that if you are coming through uh, the, United, uh, the United States, if you're coming through Los Angeles and you want to uh, hit, hit, up, hit me up for a coffee, a beer, lunch, whatever it might be, you know, I'm always keen to meet up with other uh, like-minded individuals, on, uh, other real estate entrepreneurs and talk shop. So again, shoot me an email at read at rsmpropertygroup.com. All right, guys, we've got some pretty exciting news about uh, the book, right? The book is coming. It is coming next year in January, and it's going to be the ultimate guide for foreign investors buying U.S. real estate. And really what it's going to be, it's going to be a summary of my main podcast, um, all the interviews that I've done with some incredible guests on this show, summarized in a book. And it's going to be a guide for people wanting to buy U.S. real estate. We're going to cover the different types of markets that you invest in here in the United States. We're going to cover the different investing types of lingo. Other stuff are going to be how do you choose the right team to get set up here in the United States. All those aspects we're going to, I'm going to cover in the book. It's going to be jam-packed full of incredible investing advice and information so you can take your investing career to the next level. All right, guys, before we dive into the nuts and bolts, the reason I put this uh, little weekly wrap-up on is because it's just a way of me to summarize the week that was, give my thoughts on a particular topic, and help you guys grow your real estate investing businesses and portfolios. All right, let's dive into it. So um, I constantly get asked uh, about debt financing or debt options for international investors when buying U.S. real estate. It is a it's a, it's a hot topic. It's always a topic when I'm talking with my international clients. And I wanted to do a show just summarizing the four sort of, sorry, five ways that you can, you know, get some incredible debt financing here in the United States. There are options out there. You just got to be educated on what they are and how you can leverage them to the best of your ability to then go and close on some, some awesome cracking uh, deals here in the United States. So the first one, uh, the first option that people have to them, if you are a high net worth individual and you use banks like HSBC or Goldman Sachs, uh, banks that are typically global, they have programs for their high net worth individuals who have existing portfolios in other countries, and they've got to be large portfolios of, of real estate. You can leverage those portfolios to buy US real estate. Um, now, the, the terms and conditions, I'm not 100% sure on, but are typically it will be between 30 and 40% down payment. 
and um, your interest rates will be maybe a little bit more than, than market rate. I do know that they look at uh, a minimum portfolio size of half a million dollars, and you have to have a, sig a significant amount of equity in those portfolios um, you know, overseas in, in other foreign countries. The other thing is that they only will accept people who um, have also a larger down payment. So between two hundred to $350,000 as a minimum down payment to you know, go towards a deal. So if you're putting in two hundred and fifty dollars to $300,000, you're looking at probably a deal that's worth a million bucks or so. So maybe a, a large multifamily or it might be a large luxury house you're buying here in Los Angeles, in Beverly Hills, overlooking the beach, whatever it might be. There, there, there's an options there for high net worth individuals to leverage their existing portfolios in other countries. So that's option number one. Um, option number two, it's a, probably the most cumbersome option. And, and there are banks here in the United States that will, like smaller banks, you know, not, when I say smaller, I just mean not Goldman Sachs or not your HSBCs. I mean, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, still big banks, but, lo but local to the American market. They're not in, you know, they're not, they're not foreign, they're not in Canada or they're not in Australia or they're not in New Zealand or in Europe. They're just, you know, defined to the US. So those banks do have lending programs that um, will lend to international investors. But the problem with that type of stuff is that, well, those banks is that they, 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 they do take longer. If you're looking to act quickly, it does take, they're, they're very cumbersome and they, they can take a longer approval process getting you through all the red tape. It's probably between three and four months before you get approved. They do make you jump through the hoops. Um, you will be required to put more down as a down payment between 35 and 40% down. And that's just to assure that they, you know, you're, you've got enough skin in the game and your interest rates will be higher. It'll probably be between six and 7% um, more than market value. Uh, so they, uh, those two options are definitely people, uh, I help people find those options here in the United States. Part of my business is connecting international investors with these different types of lending programs. I have a consulting business that, that helps international investors. If you are interested in any of this stuff that I'm talking about, please hit me up uh, at read at rsnpropertygroup.com. So they're the first two. Uh, remember, there are options out there, but they are a little bit more cumbersome in terms of the approval process, um, and they will make you jump through a lot of hoops to get approved here in the United States, and it is not always successful. So just, just <clears throat> forewarned, right? The, third, the, the next three are a little bit more easy, are easier, I should say. And the third one is hard money. Hard money is a great way of getting your feet wet here in the United States. Yes, it is, it is higher interest rates. You're going to be around 9 to 10%. But if you are buying a distressed property, a distressed multifamily or distressed, even a distressed single family property, and you're looking to add value to it, it's a great way of using it as sort of a, a gap financing or bridge financing, as they like to call it here in the United States. And typically what that means is that you may use it only for 12 to 18 months at a higher interest rate, looking to then refinance them, uh, that debt out at a, at a later period in time after you've been able to prove rental income, you've increased the value of the property because you've put in, you've put in renovations or you've done something to the property to increase its value. And you can then create over that period of time, create um, relationships with local you know, credit unions and local banks to wherever the property is and they, uh, they can then help you refinance your, prop, your, your money out of the deal or, and refinance that hard money out. 
the great beauty, the beauty about hard money is that it does act quickly and you, you definitely should work with a local um, a guy, a local hard money guy to your market. So if you're buying in a certain market, you know, jump on Google and just type in hard money lenders in whatever market you're buying in and just, you know, start interviewing them. And because they will know the area really well, they will know the value of the property. And if you're buying a property at like under market value and you've got a cracking deal, then it makes sense for them to lend to you. Um, but remember, they, they are higher interest rates and they should only be used for a shorter period of time. The fourth option, which I absolutely love, is seller carryback financing. And if you did miss the episode with Rod Cleef, I had him on about two or three weeks ago talking about seller carryback financing, a guy who really knows his stuff. Um, check it out. I think it's uh, episode number 39. And what seller carryback financing is, is really a... Uh, it's when a seller has owned the property or they own the property outright and they don't have any debt on the property or they have a large um, portion of equity in the deal. And so they would then be more, they, they, you could ask them the question, they could become the bank. You know, if they own the property outright, they've got no debt on the property and they're looking to sell it, well, then maybe say to them, hey, look, would you be interested in doing a seller carryback financing? Now, depending on how you negotiate it, it can be, you know, you still have to put a down payment in because you're going to have to, um, show them you've got skin in the game, but you can negotiate interest rates quite easily. Uh, and there's no red tape. There's no banks. There's no credit history checks. There's none of that stuff. It's just you and the seller forming a deal. And I think it's so, it's a creative way of getting financing. It's a really, really powerful way of getting financing. And it's just a way to get your feet wet. There's no other things involved with it. Um, and, you know, again, listen to that episode, episode number 39 with Rod Cleef, because it was a cracker of an episode that he gave us so much good information about doing seller carryback financing. Okay, that's the, that's the top four. The last one, and I love this last one as well, because I do this in my everyday business, and that is partnering with a local person who can bring credit to the table, bring the debt to the table. And, and in my business, in RSM Property Group, See, that's what syndication is. I partner with a lot of international investors who don't have the credit, they don't have the time to go and find the debt or the financing. And I will bring that to the table and they will bring, you know, typically the, the equity portion, the down payment to the table. And we will be able to go and close on a deal. So it's like a win-win situation for everyone. I get to leverage them. They get to leverage me because I've got, you know, I'm getting bringing the debt to the table and um, they are, you know, they don't have any skin, they don't have any debt, they, their neck is not on the line for the loan. My neck is on the line because I've got the credit um, and I've got all that sort of stuff. So they are the top five ways of uh, getting uh, financing here in the United States if you're an international investor. Just to quickly recap, if you are a high net worth individual, there are banks out there like HSBC and Goldman Sachs that will leverage your existing portfolio uh, to help you buy US real estate. There are the normal banks, which are you know your local banks to the United States. They will have a longer approval process time. There's a lot more hoops to jump through, just but there are programs out there, and I can connect you with those programs if you are interested, because that is part of what I do with my business. There's private lenders, which are your hard money guys. Uh, they're higher interest rates, but they do have a, a place and a position in 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 the capital stack. Uh, and in the period, if you're just starting to, to start out here in the United States, they're not for everyone because it, they are high, um, higher interest rates and they should only be used on certain scenarios. Again, I can advise you on when, which scenarios to use them on. Uh, the fourth one is uh, seller carryback financing, a great way of you know just creating um, a juicy deal between you and the seller. And go back to episode number 39 if you haven't listened to it with Rod Cleef. 
The last one is, you know, partnering with a local and that is like people like myself, my, my business, RSM Property Group. There's a lot of people out there. Uh, if you are an international person looking to get your feet wet here in the United States, using, leveraging a local person to partner with them on the deal, you can leverage their, their credit, you can leverage their uh, ability to obtain the financing and they can then leverage you to bring the down payment. So it's a win-win situation for everyone. All right, guys, I hope you got a lot out of this little weekly wrap-up. Please enjoy the rest of the week and your weekend, whatever you might be doing. We're going to do this all again next week. So take care, be safe, and remember, happy investing.